Hello again. Um, welcome back. So, now I think I might move on to, um, I guess maybe just my start to motherhood once they were here after the terrible pregnancy, after hyperemesis. Start with Matthew, my firstborn. <laughs> so... As you've heard, my pregnancy was not pleasant. Um, had a couple overnight, well, had an overnight and a week-long stay prior to giving birth. And then we get to his arrival. He's here. Um, first time mom. Now, I tend to not research all of the things because I know that will make me more anxious especially that I do not have the medical background if you if that makes any sense so I trust the pediatrician that I chose I trust the hospital that I was at um, the nurses and that stuff um, so when doctor uh, his pediatrician ordered a certain test I didn't think anything of it I just thought it was checking a box, you know. But that test ended up being what would lead to the discovery of a hole in his heart. And that's where we met his pediatric cardiologist in the hospital. Like I just said, I'm a fir- I was a first-time mom. And so now I'm being told that our, our baby has a hole in his heart. And I just remember Dr. Shaw, bless that man. He's so, so incredible. He really is. Um, but he's sitting there, and I just, once I heard that, I just stare blankly and tears rolling down my face which is what might happen now (laughs) um it really is different when you just sit and talk about it it really is so if nothing else this is therapy for me (laughs) that I didn't know I needed a baby um anyway luckily my best friend Angela who was a nurse she was down there at the time I think like the day after we I delivered or something but Thankfully, she came in while he was speaking, and of course, he's like, is this okay that I talk? I went, go to town, dude. She can tell me what you say later. Um, <laughs> but he kept talking, and he even had visual. He Every time we go see him, he, he has a drawing of um, the heart and, and things happening and explains it that way. He's very helpful for what he does. Um, and honestly, the best doctor that we could, the best cardiologist we could have ever imagined. And even though we didn't know we needed one, <laughs> because nothing ever came up on any ultrasound that was done while I was pregnant. And so, anyway, we get through that. And th- thankfully, our son is thriving now. Honestly, people have no idea he has a heart defect. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean he's got a problem with his heart? You can't tell? I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> nothing stops him. And I love that about my kiddo. As frustrating as it can be <laughs> at times. But um, 
yeah, still just like the um the mentality, the thoughts that go through our head because we are our minds are our own worst enemy, I think. Because if you listen to the last one, I think it was about hyperemesis. When I was in the hospital, I felt like I was killing my baby for that week. And then to hear he's got a heart defect. What does my mind go to? It's your fault, Cindy. Because you were so sick, you made this happen to him. Which I know is not true. But hormones are evil, (laughs) I'm convinced, because I I don't know what else to describe it as, you know? Um, But like I said, thankfully, he's okay now. Um, But just the mental roller coaster that you can go on as a mom, I think, is probably where I'm heading to now, because that's that's his birth story, and then... um, or like the main, the most important parts of it, I would say. Um, and then with my second boy, so again, hyperemesis showed again. And be, so because of my oldest um, heart defect, I automatically just, I spoke to my doctors. I said, I want whatever I need to see, whatever it is that I need to do, a high risk or a certain kind of ultrasound to check heart. For him and again dr patrick's already amazing and she said We're, that that's already the plan but thank you for um telling me what you need you know so i think it was a 12-week appointment and again i was pregnant during um the beginning of covid so thank god brian was able to be with me at the <clears throat> 8 or 12, I don't remember, because I was at the doctor too much. (laughs) Um, But one of the doctors in the practice, I was seeing her that particular appointment. Um, Now, I personally did not care for her, but I believe it was because of her bedside manner. And here's the thing, when that is your profession, you do this day in and day out. And maybe you have to put it on autopilot because you don't want to feel it. I, I don't know. But um, she had noticed something on a blood work maybe or on an ultrasound. I don't remember which it was. But um, she encouraged us to do the genetic testing because of whatever that was. I honestly can't remember the name for it. Um, something wasn't. A measurement or something that it should have been and I had not yet gone to the high-risk doctor because it wasn't the time yet to get there I guess during pregnancy for like development stages to check for cardiac issues for the baby um but she'd mentioned that something wasn't as it should and brings up the potential um for the baby to develop or have uh, Down syndrome or similar. Um, I hate to call that a defect because it's really not. That's a rant for another time for me. Um, And as the doctor, her job is to explain possibilities. Um, 
She said, prepare yourself, your insurance, if you're prepared to take care of a child with a disability. Um, or uh, termination is up to a certain week. Now, as a Christian, I do not believe in abortion because they are here for a purpose. Um, and Brian and I both agree that, you no, know, the child is coming into the world no matter what. You know, so that was not pleasant to hear, but at least I understand that that's her job and she had to. But anyway, um, so again, I go back to the thought that this is my fault. I caused this. But it's not. But that's what your mind can do to you. Like I said, it's our it's our own worst enemy. But now my kiddo's here. He is a healthy boy. And I say it that way, you know why? Because he's in 3T clothing as a 13-month-old. <laughs> so, see, I'm ending it on a lighter note. But uh, anyway, I think I'm going to end it there. Because I think I hear one of my little dudes um, waking up in there. So I will pick it up, hopefully with a with a lighter topic. I think I had enough of these <laughs> these kind of big, big things, you know. But that's my story. What's that song called, Marie? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But you know what? It's okay. Somebody else has another another story, and hopefully they will tell it one day. I don't know. You don't have to tell anybody anything. But I got to go. See you. See, I keep saying see you next time. No. Thank you for listening, I guess is how I'm going to stop. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.